Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. You. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, uh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, hour. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound. Another great episode of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, big underscore, my car sucks, Bane. Yeah, you know, I almost forgot to unmute us there. Yeah, yeah. we don't need to talk. <laughs> yeah. right. Just let the music play, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the uh, that gum car, man, like... You're a guy that loves to spend money. I yeah, like I <laughs> especially on shit like that. Right, right? I, I like to spend money on stuff I don't need. Of course, that's what all I like us, to spend money all of us on. Do that, and so when I have to spend money on stuff that I do need, that's when I get really, really just teed off. Adulting, you know, it's it's funny. I was kind of telling you this story, but like, it's one of those things when you're like 17, 18, you feel like you're an adult. Yeah. But you're so dependent on your parents. Yeah. And you honest, a lot of us probably were probably even past that point. I certainly was mm -hmm. where like I, yeah, I was on my own, but I still needed help financially and other things. Sure. And so like you think oh, I'm an adult, I make my own decisions. But the second you have to go buy new tires or something like that, it's like, oh my God, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. Calling dad. Yeah. Well, yeah. because it's like, that's the one of the worst things ever is when you have to buy something that you don't want. Like I, I got a heavy dose of that um, over the summer. My garage door broke. Yeah. And luckily my car wasn't inside when it broke, but I'm like, okay. And I think I've told the story, but I call a guy comes out and looks at it and, and quotes me like $1,500. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And anyway, I found a guy that did it for like 250 bucks. So it was a lot better, but I mean, still like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to spend on something you really don't want to. And that's, that's one thing that kind of sucks about being a homeowner is like yeah. everything is on you. Oh yeah. And it's a terrible feeling. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, uh, my, my, uh, trainee's going out on my car and, uh, I've, I've been trying to, I've been trying to get it like fixed up on my own. Mm-hmm. Because basically, like, at the end of the day, I think it's probably going to need replaced. But I've been trying to, 
just flush it and you know put more in it the problem is i don't have a way to jack it up to flush it all the way out so i've been i've been having to do like about one quart at a time and the problem with it all is like the the new fluid is just mixing with the old fluid and so like it's like it never really gets fully cleaned out and so i've been having this issue where it's a cvt transmission and like i swear to god unless they just all move to cvts i'm like never buying one again they're the worst they're only expected to last about a hundred thousand miles oh that's nice so why even put them in the car yeah you know what i mean like most of the time unless you're buying a brand new car you're gonna get a car that's at least got fifty thousand miles on it that means you only got about fifty thousand miles before it goes out yeah you know and so but with those like you're i guess you have to get them flushed or else this is what happens and I've never had that experience. Most of the time, I just get them flush whenever I need my spark plugs change, and I'll just have it all done at the same time. And, um, anywho, it's doing this thing where it's hesitating. Like, you can see the RPMs, like, it'll jump from, like, two to three, and my foot's not changing on the on the pedal at all. And, um, and then, like, it'll, you can hear it. It's like, vroom, vroom. And it got to a point today where I was going up the hill and nobody who doesn't live in Tulsa will know where this is, but that hill right in front of Chandler park, it's a pretty steep hill and it leads right to my house. But like it, it, you, as soon as I started going up it, like my RPM just shot all the way up to like five, but I was decreasing in speed. I was like, Oh shit. That's not a good sign. <laughs> no. And so I like pulled off of the gas all the way and then kind of like I kind of felt it like kind of buck a little bit and I was like okay I'm gonna try it now and I it, it worked then and got me up the hill but dude, it was scary so like I'm driving the wife's little Honda CRV today yeah to uh, over here to the to the podcast station but like I I just uh freaking cars man like they are a pain in the ass and that's why I want to go electric so bad yeah because the most you're gonna have to change is like the battery whenever that breaks down which I know those are gonna be expensive as hell uh, you're going to have to replace, you know, uh, windshield wiper fluid. You know, you're going to have to replace brakes. You're going to have to uh, eventually need to probably change out or fix up, you know, your AC unit that's in there. But, like, that's pretty much it. Like, there's not a whole lot of components that go into the electric. Other than that, it's just, like, the electrical components that you'll have to make sure to, are taken care of. It's one of those things. I think the big problem with, like, electric cars, you know, especially back, way back when they were so small. I know a lot of people thought, like, this is, like, I'm driving a tin can. Right. I'll die if I get hit by a semi or whatever. And I got that element. I think now a lot of it, too, is just um, fear of the unknown. I think that's a big part of it, too. Well, and and a lot of uh, people that don't, you know, a lot of people that I feel like are against it are against it because, you know, they're afraid it's going to take away, you know, oil jobs. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it will. Like, I, I think it'll, I mean, it might, it might take away some but it's also going to create a shit ton of jobs mm. you know if, if we move towards that plus it's you know uh eventually you know we are going to run out of gasoline you know and shit like that so we probably ought to figure out something yeah i mean the whole the whole concept of it is probably better for the environment it's it's one of those things where and i, I i'm not going to sit here and say that it is i don't know if it is or not yeah i just know for me personally it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to maintain yeah but but I, but I think again, it's it's fear of the unknown. We yeah. don't know. We don't. We don't know. Like all we've ever had is this type of 
car. And I think that's with almost anything. But imagine the people on a horse and buggy seeing a gasoline <laughs> car. That's crazy. <laughs> sure, of yeah. course. You know, but probably, it's like, probably, but they were also probably like, damn, it does move a lot faster. Yeah, I saw, I saw a, um, I saw a video of when Apple came out with the iPhone for the first time, and it was Regis filming. He was irate about it. He's like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. He's like, he's like, it's too much. You have your iPod. You have your phone. It's too, it's too many things. And they were like, no, it's just one device. Like, it's all going to be on the device. He's like, no, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. And I'm like. Well, because we never could. We couldn't fathom that it was a smart invention. Right. And I think that's the way, you know, electric cars are right now. Well, how, do you know how stupid I thought an iPad was? Yeah. And I remember, like, one of the, like, this is, again, I don't hang out with some of the smartest people. But a guy I wrestled with was like, what are you supposed to do? Take that to the gym with you? And I'm like. Well, no, like, <laughs> why would you take an iPod? And he was thinking like, it's an iPod, right. but it's bigger. But it's giant, yeah. And like, you can't fit that in your pocket. I'm like, well, hell no, of course not. Like, yeah. it, but look at people like Jason Wolf who use it to create art. But even then, I don't even know if that was something we thought was even fathomable no. at that time. Right? No, like, yeah. It's a totally different thing. I watch videos on it all the time. I read, It's like a little mini TV. Right. I read books. I do so much on my iPad. Mm-hmm. So... It's um, like, is it a necessary thing? No, not even a little bit, but right. it's just like, Ooh, I like this. You know, it's a, I don't know. It's a very, <laughs> it's a very crazy thing. How, like you said, technology comes about. We don't necessarily need it. Yeah. I'll never forget when I was living in Missouri, I had a cell phone flip open and it had the keyboard. Yep. I'm like, Ooh, badass dude. I'm a, I'm a, Slick some bitch now, right? You know, yeah. like, look what I got. Yeah, Rico Suave. <laughs> it's like that is so outdated. My sister was explaining to her kids the other day texting back in the night, or not the nineties, but the two thousands, mm-hmm. when you had to do like the letter B. Yeah, it's like you know two, two two. Yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, and then it was it was A B C. So you had to do two two. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and then like how people found that rhythm was like four 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 five six. You know, like yeah, and it became predictive. Like remember they added predictive and it was like they kind of figured out what you were saying and then but instead of just automatically doing you had to like click the the middle button mm-hmm. to accept it. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. And on top of that it was ten cents a text or something like that. Dude, how insane was that? Yeah. Yeah. And but it's like now my main form of communication is text. Oh yeah. If you're calling me, I'm kinda of pissed. Well, it's also kind of um unnerving. Yeah. If I called you out of the blue I would think something's wrong. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I'll never forget when Jack Gamble had his bad car wreck mm-hmm. several years ago. John Webb called me that morning and I thought, well, that's weird. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. because it's, why is he calling me? And then he kind of explained what happened. It's like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Just crazy. But I don't know, man. It's definitely a, uh, it's definitely crazy how technology has changed. Well, even like five years ago. Yeah. Think about not having unlimited data. Yeah. I mean, we went through that. And now how- it's like all unlimited. I, I remember specifically telling, like, getting on to my son saying, like, when you're at home, you stay on Wi-Fi. I don't care if it's slow or not. Stay on Wi-Fi. We're running out of data. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, because it was a shared data plan. You know, sure. I think we got like 21 gigs a month or something. Which no one knows how that's even measured. It's all bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it's kinda like your electric bill, I think. It's all bullshit. Like, it's like yeah. turn off lights, you know, like it's not gonna save any money. Right. But um I'll never forget when my nephew was in the hospital. He was only two and um 
we didn't have Wi-Fi at the hospital. And he was in there for like a week, and he, you know, kind of found comfort in wrestling at the time, oddly enough. <coughs> and so he was watching wrestling videos on, on my dad's phone, and, like, we were out of Wi-Fi, Dad, and we were on a family plan. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, he needs to turn that off. My dad's like, let him watch it. Yeah. Like, he's sick. He's in the hospital. Like, let him watch it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, that's that's a, that's a the right call. Right. But it's like, really, we shouldn't have to deal with that type of shit. No. It was really, really stupid that that's how that was. But yeah, I'll never get in those texts. If you used almost all your data for the month, it's like, oh, God, here I we know. go. You know, like it was just we'll, such a. We'll add like another, like, what was it, like 15 gigs for $10 or something like that. Yeah. And it's something crazy. Just because they can screw you. And you go you go through that within like two days. Right. And it's yeah. like you're out again. It's like, what? Yeah. We just we just added more. Yeah. And no one really understands it. So it's like, you're just like, yeah, add, add more, you know. And, right. I mean, I've seen, I've even seen people do trolling stuff on TikTok where they're like, they do an automated computer system and they prank call someone like, just confirming your $900 order of this from Amazon. Yeah. To cancel, say, cancel order. And the guy's like, cancel order, cancel order, cancel yeah. order. To, you have now confirmed your order. And it's like, they're just fucking with people. But it's, right. it's that's how bad it is, right? Yeah. Like, dude, I was thinking about this the other day. You know how much of a pain in the ass it is to have all these bullshit passwords to everything? Oh, yeah. Like, you ever think about, like, how stupid that shit is? Like, yeah. And then, like, all these places want you to change it or add letters and digits and symbols. And it's like, good God, I can't even remember this shit. Yeah. And, well, and the thing is, is, like, so I used to have a password that was, like, very simple. And I used it for everything. Yeah, because you have to remember it. Right. And then it came it came about that like i found out that it had gotten leaked on, somehow on like a a hacker site so like it was exposed so anybody who wanted to could you know use my login and password for whatever they were wanting like i remember even it's probably your bank account I bank mean. account but then like silly shit like hulu netflix all that stuff like i remember specifically getting on hulu one time there were people in Russia that was on my Hulu. There were people in like Germany. Like it was crazy. Like there was like people from all over the world who were in my Hulu account. And like they just had like, they didn't have their own profiles, but it was showing that they were logged in and there was all these devices and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, no yeah. wonder I could show continue watching for this random show I've never seen. <laughs> like <laughs> I just thought, you know, Steph did it. Right. <clears throat> but probably happens more than you think. Yeah. Well, and and but now I periodically like I get notifications now I get emails whenever there's a new device now I do too and, and so like now I know and I, I usually will verify it with the kids like hey did you log in somewhere and the most of the time it's like yeah I'm so and so I'm like okay just make sure you log out when you're done mm -hmm. um but <clears throat> but yeah that's it's uh it's crazy so now like I have I changed that original password. But then, and but then that password got leaked, and so now I have about like five different passwords that I use for different things. My bank account is a completely separate one from everything else, mm. and they're all incredibly long and incredibly difficult to even re remember. Oh yeah, um, I, I do that too. I don't want to go like specifically to what I do, but yeah, like but. like my bank account is like big time boobies dollar sign twenty three, like really difficult to remember. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I've even gone as far as like spelling words backwards and stuff like that, just so that like 
if you looked at it, it would make no sense. So here's something I learned, and this is for everybody out there. Uh, here's something I learn and I do utilize um, is take a phrase from like a song that you really like right now. And so like, let's, let's use one of my songs, for example, like the freaks come out at night. You take the first letter of each word of that phrase, and then that will be your password. So like T F C right. You know, and then, and then, then you can like to put the band name at the end of that. And then you can put the year you're born at the end of that. And then you can put a, an exclamation point at the end of that. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Mm -hmm. And so like make it ridiculously long and really hard to come by because to the naked eye, it just looks like random letters. That's that's smart. Actually. I know my work email makes me change my password every three months. I have to do that for mine too. My last job, the uh, boss there had a, he actually was genius in in doing this. He said, my password's uh, welcome and a number. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he goes, and then, He's like, it's my work. Like, who, like, who, who's logging into this? You know. Right. But he said, I just change the number every time. Yeah. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then it just goes on down the line. I'm like, damn, that's genius. Like, yeah. there's an infinite number of numbers, right? So, right. like, I mean, even if you got up to a thousand, like, it's just that's very very one thousand one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's very very smart. But yeah. just it, it seems so stupid that we have to do that, or those captchas, whatever you know, where you have yeah. to like. Pick all the fire hydrants. I can't imagine like an eight-year-old woman trying to pick out the fire hydrants. You know, like the, the biggest anxiety for me is when you do those and it says, "Hey, uh, select all squares with the traffic lights." But then you have like that one square that's got a tiny sliver of a corner of the traffic light. It's like, yeah. do I select that one or not? Isn't that stupid? And you're always wrong, no yeah. matter what. Yeah, I'm just I'm I've not been a fan of that for a long time. But at the same time, like. Gosh dang! I mean, I know people that also have notes in their phone of all their passwords. <clears throat> yep, and it's like holy shit! Like <laughs> that's yeah. not a good idea either. <laughs> but I mean, but it's at the same time, I get the the reason to do it because it's right. hard to remember all that shit, right? You know, but it's, it's like at least put a passcode on your phone. Oh yeah, like I'm not gonna think you you know you're hiding something from me. Yeah, like I have a passcode on my phone. No, right. I think just in the fact of possibly losing it. Right. Although yeah. I am so conscious of always keeping my phone on me, like, but. I mean, I guess it could happen. There's been times I've left my phone at home, though. Oh, yeah. And there's been times I left my phone in my car. And, like, I, I remember specifically not too long ago at work, I drove, like, about a quarter mile, like, away from my car with my phone in my car. Oh, damn. I was like, oh, shit, I better go back and get that, you know? Oh, yeah. You can't leave it out your phone. No. Uh, is there a worse feeling in the world than going to take a shit and not having your phone? Now, that's a place I always have my phone. <laughs> How could I, you not, right? I I will clench them cheeks and make <laughs> sure that phone's in my hand before I, I, I uh, you know, walk. So my last job was not too far from a Qdoba. So I went there for lunch one day to enjoy a delicious burrito bowl mm-hmm. and went to use the bathroom before I left. Yep. And they had a, uh, they had a, the bathroom there that someone left their phone on the toilet paper dispenser. Oh, no. And it was. I've done that before, though. And it was open on plenty of fish. Huh. Like the screen was on still. So okay. someone obviously was just in there taking a dump. You was know. the seat warm? I, I was peeing. I oh, didn't, okay. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't check. But I was just like, man, I could send so many messages right now. Right. Like, I didn't. I just, you know, I went and gave it to the people at the register. Because I was like, hey, someone left their phone in there. I would have taken a picture of me. 
Not not of my schlong or anything. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I would have like taken a selfie though. Yeah, but isn't that weird? Super weird. I mean, if you leave your phone though, you're asking for it. So I remember um, I was at a wedding one time. And a big thing at weddings in the 90s, I'm sure you remember, is they would leave the disposable cameras on the table. Yeah. They want to go take a picture. And I had a kind of a an uncle that was like, hey, let's go take some funny pictures. So they took pictures of all the guys like at a urinal lined up. Okay. <laughs> taking a pee. Yeah. And I'm not really. but like, Right. And then they took pictures of the toilet, of the sink, like just random stuff. I'm yeah. like, that's hilarious to me. But I don't know. If I got on my phone and I saw someone took a selfie, I would be like, I'd feel so violated. I'm going to find that guy. I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> like, that guy will forever live in your brain. Yeah. yeah if I ever see that guy, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. What if that happened, but you knew the guy? That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, But if it was, it was a random occurrence, didn't like you two didn't even know each other were there, but it just happened. It's like, how did I get that picture of, of Steve on my phone? I mean, that would just be so... I mean, granted... His phone was open, like the screen was on. Still. Right, right. That's how I saw the Plenty of Fish app. Right. So I didn't open it or anything, but it's like, I, I mean, I don't know. Could could I open this phone, like my own phone? Actually, I can open the camera without even unlocking yeah. it. So I guess it can yeah, happen. Yeah, my, my daughter does it to me all the time. She'll like grab my phone if it's just sitting out. She'll like open the camera app and just take like 100 selfies. So my nephew does that Yeah, to my sister's phone for sure and has done it to mine. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Some random stranger in a bathroom. Yeah. That would freak me out. I say that I really wouldn't do that. Well, of course not. Yeah. But I mean, like how, but like, how would you feel if you're like, oh my God, I left my phone in the shitter and you go in there and you catch the guy in the act yes. and he's got your phone like, <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> hey pal, mind if I have my phone back? What about even worse? What if he tried to do it and dropped it in the toilet? <laughs> No, that would be funny as shit, though. Like, not your phone, like, though. Like, no, was... no, no. Like, in the moment, in the moment, I would be heated. I would oh, be God. super pissed. But five years, maybe ten years down the road, oh, I would have a good chuckle. You ever dropped your phone in the toilet? No, I never have. One time I did. Yeah. And to this day, I am a no phone at the toilet policy. I take up a lot of room on the toilet seat. No, I was peeing. Oh, okay. So that's, I, I don't really Yeah, no. I think I was getting a text, and so I was like, I'm going to respond real quick. Because, you know, I'm like, I can I can multitask. If I'm peeing, so there's in my... I actually, I don't think I had even started peeing yet. Yeah. Luckily, because like that would have been worse. But there's a... Still, it got all wet. And, there's a ledge uh, right by my toilet, and I always, like, I'll set my phone down right there, and then, like, just pee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't hold my phone while I'm peeing. I don't think you need to. I'm a, I'm a you know, double, double-hander, you know, when I'm peeing. I need both hands. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I don't need them, but, <laughs> but I use you them. You prefer that. I prefer them. I, I like the accuracy. You know, I, I, hate, it. I hate cleaning it up afterwards. I get it. I get it. Um, boy, this is getting weird. I don't know. I mean, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Tell us how you pee at home. <laughs> we want to know. Just don't tag me in it. Yeah, tag Bane. Only Bane. <laughs> no pictures, though. Ethan, I know you're thinking about it. Uh <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of where else to go from there, man. That that kind of throws me off. What the peeing? Yeah. Well, you brought up Chipotle. Yeah. Well, um, actually, Qdoba, but yeah. Okay. Well, okay. One and the same. Burrito places. Favorite burrito place. For me, it was always Freebirds. Freebirds. That's not here anymore. Okay. Besides, that, that's so, actually that was like 
that was the first COVID thing that ever changed. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh. yeah. So I dude, I well, I live. I went to Freebirds like twice a week. Yeah, it was so good. You know they still exist. Like I know, but their companies shut down. Yeah, there's not in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They're in Texas. Yeah, I think it was a Texas-based company. Yeah, that was like the only one we had here in Oklahoma. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So between Chipotle and Qdoba, you're a Qdoba guy. No. Um. There's also Moe's, but I don't think I don't like Moe's. I don't. We don't even have any around here. And I've only had it once, and it was out of state. It was not my favorite. Kind of, um, kind of I, garbage. I think Chipotle's better, but uh, I mean, Qdoba's fine if it's close. I guess I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I would say Chipotle of of the two, if I were to choose. Yeah, I I see. I I like Chipotle and I like Qdoba, but like I never think about eating at those places. So I, last time I went to Qdoba, I had like one of the worst restaurant experiences I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, because it was just like. It was a bunch of kids, and I don't even know if they had a manager there. And if they did, he was also a kid. And, mm-hmm. like, dude, it took, like, 30 minutes to get my food. Oh, I would have wow. left, but I already paid. At a Qdoba? At a Qdoba. Because they were, they were having to make the 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 chicken or steak or whatever it was I ordered. Oh, are you serious? They were just say, going so like slow. And I'm just like, there was a guy behind me, like, losing his shit. And I'm like, well, that's not going to make anything better. But I mean, just, for real, though. But it's like the it's like the subway of burritos. Like, they should have that shit ready. Yeah, but when they're they they looked stoned all over. Okay. And I was like, I it's the what was the one at Tulsa Hills, not that people all right. know you know that listen to this go there, but I was just like, I'm never going back here again. Speaking of Tulsa Hills. So do you have a Sam's membership? My mom does, which I use from time to time. If you go there, um I've been getting they have this like do you ever get the, any of the ready made meals that they have? I have not been to Sam's in a long time. Okay, well they have ready made meals and it's like there's this one that it's like just straight up four chicken breasts and it's seasoned. That's, oh, nice. that's already prepared. All you gotta do is like heat it up. I've been eating that shit and it's amazing. Um, last night the wife made some tortellini like, uh, oh. with, uh, some Alfredo sauce and like that paired perfectly with it. Cause it's kind of like a lemon garlic chicken. Dude, Alfredo sauce is so good. Dude, I used to hate that I as a love kid. It. Love it now. And how, how my, my daughter hates it. And I ask her how, how do you hate it? It's literally a Parmesan cheese sauce. It's amazing. Oh, so speaking of that, the other day, so my when I work nights half the time, and my parents are pretty cool. Like if I'm working like a weekend night and they're mm-hmm. going out to eat, they'll bring me back food. Yeah. And so Olive Garden has a deal, which I'm not a big Olive Garden guy. Yeah, I'm not either. But I think it's incredibly overpriced for what it is. Yeah. It's noodles and it's like fourteen dollars. Get yeah, it's more than that now. Well, I mean, I'm sure, but yeah. it's like get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know, plate of spaghetti. Are you kidding me? I paid twenty two dollars for shrimp Alfredo for my daughter the other day. Nuts. Yeah. It was actually by the end of it, like 30. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But um, anyway, they have a deal. If you order a meal, you can get like a to-go meal for like six bucks. Oh, yeah. So my dad ordered one. My mom ordered one. And it was like 12 bucks. And so I got a spaghetti and meat sauce, I think, and then a fettuccine Alfredo. Nice. Dude, it was so freaking good. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever been like, damn, that was good. Because yeah. normally I think I'm just so disgusted by the, the price. The price. It's Pissy like, it's, it ain't, it's $6 good. It's not $15 good. It's like, it's one of those places where it's like, hey, stop trying to be fancy. Right. Do you ever feel that way? Oh, yeah. Where they're like coming and they're wearing their white shirts and trying to get you to buy a wine. It's like, dude, I'm just wanting some noodles. So, yeah, I picked up my daughter's to go order last week because I, I got it for her for, you know, it was like her, she wanted, she called it her last meal. It was like her meal before surgery. And so. But how's she doing, by the way? I saw you post a little update on that. Uh, you know, she's doing okay. It's a slow recovery for her. Like, what kind of surgery was it? I know it was a knee surgery. I don't know. I, I Honest to God, I can't remember. Um, Hopefully it was, nothing too major. It, it was, it was a pretty major surgery. Um, 
and they they expect her to be down for about two weeks. Oof. She's gonna she's gonna go to physical start physical therapy in about a week. Okay, and that whole thing was crazy because that was like she just popped it out of place randomly in the middle of class. Like the teacher, she was sitting in a chair, and the teacher made her change chairs. Well, when she went to go sit down in that other chair, her knee popped and went out of place. Oh, gosh. And so she popped it back into place. I know she's an athlete. I just assumed it was a sports injury. Well, so, like, the they went to the doctor after that because it was hurting really bad. And the doctor was like, okay, I think you're fine, but, like, just stay off of it for yeah, yeah. A, a few couple of weeks. Let it heal up and let that pain go away. Um, basically... The doctor didn't give her a release form, like or a, a form saying like stay off of it, and so there was nothing saying that she couldn't do anything. And because of that, you know, she does color guard for the band. She gets graded on that. That's part of her grade. And so if she didn't perform, she would have been failing. Oh, geez. And because there wasn't any kind of doctor's note saying she's not allowed to perform, she had to perform. And that's when she messed up her leg. Oh no! And so she did. She did injure it like beforehand, but she also made it way worse when she yeah. performed because she ended up performing on it. I think a total of three times. Mm. And I mean, she's she's a champ. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like she was in pain that whole time. Like there was uh, that last performance they did. I know they had like a like a wheelchair that they were like walking her around in, like pushing her around, and then she would get up. Do the performance, get right back in that wheelchair. I mean, like, how if you're she's in, badass. If you're in charge, though, like, how do you not realize like this kid's hurt? Dude, the teachers there suck ass. I mean, the the band. Holy shit, though. He's right? a he's a piece of shit, and it's one of those things. Like, like I, I I'm I'm my hands are kind of tied because like I don't have really anything to do with it because I'm not officially guardian. You know yeah. what I mean? But like I've been like. Well, really you should just probably sue the school because yeah. you see like we literally had to have surgery because of this and we told them that she shouldn't be performing and but you know it's it's one of those things like my hands are kind of tied here but like yeah that's that's shit and but i mean yeah so she's she's recovering she's kind of she's kind of been bedridden you know pretty much since then you know i think she's kind of getting a little stir crazy she hasn't really slept very oh, well oh i'm sure but you know she's she's getting better she's starting to do a things like going to the bathroom by herself and things like that. But it's a, uh, it's been, it's been a tough road for her, but yeah. So we got that, we got that Olive Garden meal for her and it was a to-go order for her. I walked in there in my sweats. Of course. And I think some shitty ass hoodie might've even been the hoodie I'm wearing right now. Didn't even fill out a place when I walked in there. No. And it's like, I'm in my PJs. I'm in the same outfit I'm going to sleep in tonight. And yet I'm walking into an Olive Garden and like I don't feel like I I'm underdressed. I think it's a it's a fancy place for it's for people to feel fancy when it's really not fancy. It's, it's white trash fancy. Yes, it is. there it is. It's white trash it, fancy. Absolutely. There's the name of the episode. White trash fancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of pride myself on being. You know, uh, white trash fancy. Hundred yeah. percent. But it's like it's one of those things where it's just like this. I I remember even way back then. It's like. I mean, it's not that good. Uh-huh. I mean, I, yeah, breadsticks and salad and all that stuff. I mean, I'm sure people dig that, and I'm I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, like, it's right. not it's not worth the money you spend. It's not any it's not any better than Carabas. No, I like I'll I'll eat Carabas all day long before I eat Olive Garden. Yeah, 
Uh, Johnny Carino's is one that I liked more than Olive Garden back in the day. It's gone now. Yeah, I haven't had Carabas in so long. Carabas is really good. They're a customer of mine, and they hook it up every now and then. Good, good shit. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely dig it. Well, so speaking of knee injuries, we had a guy that came to NXT when I was there. We were still FCW, guy from France, mm-hmm. and they they really thought that he was lying. Um, I won't say who it was in case he happens to hear this, but. Apparently it was his first day there, and he came from France, so he it was obviously like a a big process, sure, to get him signed and visas and everything else. He's there first day, he hits the ropes. Like they did this drill, which I still don't. There was a lot of drills there I didn't get, but it was like you hit the ropes, you stop, hit the ropes, you stop, and like they did all four sides, and then they started doing bumps or whatever. He hit the ropes once, then hit the ropes again, then fell over towards ACL. <laughs> so they thought he was lying. And that his ACL was already torn, and he didn't say anything, hoping to get them to pay for the surgery. Right. So, like, but it's like for pro wrestling, especially, it's like a ten month recovery usually. Yeah. So like, he just got cleared right around the time I was leaving. Oh God! <laughs> and like, I actually got to wrestle him once, and one of the trainers was like, "Hey, was he any good?" And I was like, "He actually wasn't bad." He's like, well, "We had no idea. We never seen him do anything." <laughs> <laughs> like he'd been here for like two minutes and then was injured. I was like, God, oh, that's crazy. Like, I mean, if it was legit, and again, I'm not assuming that it was or wasn't. I don't really give a shit, but yeah. it just is what terrible timing. Yeah. You just get there, guests get signed, you're in the WWE, you tore your ACL. Yeah, it's horrible timing. Yeah, not not good. But uh, yeah, man, knee injuries are definitely uh, definitely not fun. So yeah, well, sympathize with her. Well, and also too, like it's one of those things where like my knees have been really killing me lately too, but I'm trying not to say anything around her because it's like, I know the pain she's going through. Oh yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm taking, I don't want her to feel like I'm taking away from that. Sure. (laughs) Which is normal. You know, know, it's like, like, boy, my knees really killing me today. And she's like in there with like a big knee brace on and stuff. (laughs) Right. And, but it's, it's, uh, it's been pretty crazy, but yeah, like her knee, like, I guess there's something called a fat pad underneath your kneecap. Mm -hmm. I I don't don't know the science behind any of it, but hers was like, it was so swollen that it was on the outside and you could see it. Like it it was like swollen, like an MF or man. It was, it was crazy. So I am glad that they got it all fixed up and yeah, hopefully she can be back to good for too long. Well, that just, I mean, I know like we live in an era now where it's like, they probably kind of, I don't want to say bully you, but that's the best word I can think of. Like, I don't know if you've seen the movie varsity blues, but mm-hmm. in that movie, Paul Walker actually plays the quarterback and they shows the coach in there where they're giving him injections in his knees yep. so he can play. And at the time when you're going through that, it seems like the right call yep. because like, this is my opportunity to go somewhere. And this, but it's like, this is it's high, also high, high school. school. It's high school football. Like, yeah. Good God. Like, the fact that they like they would make her perform when she's in that much pain. And that's just it, dude. Even if she didn't have a doctor's note, like, you're a piece of shit. I think you've heard me made the comment before about Barry Hill. It's varsity blues. Yeah. Uh, the, way they treat, the way they treat football, the way they treat band. Like, they treat it like it is the end-all, be-all. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, chances are you ain't even going to get accepted into OSU, bud. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Barry Hill is kind of like a dog shit school. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where, like... They really shouldn't take it that serious. But as far as the band goes, they always been grand champion in their uh, in their little division. Which is all he that guy probably cares about, right? It is, and it's like he wants to make sure he keeps that streak alive because they've done it for the last twenty something years or something like something stupid like that. And it's just a it's just a weird 
crazy mentality that they have where it's like they put the school, you know, the, the, you know, the, the wins over the health. I couldn't imagine ever thinking that though. I couldn't, I wouldn't, you know, like what? Because this is something that like she, her knee might not be the same for the rest of her life. Exactly. I mean, here's the thing though. Like I have a cousin who was really good at baseball and at one point had some pro scouts look at him. Yeah. He ended up getting a college scholarship to some like real shit college. Right. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you're not going to the Oakland athletics after this. Like, I mean, right. like, and he ended up busting up both of his kneecaps really bad mm-hmm. playing there. And it's just like, and I, and, and I guess in his mentality, he was very serious about baseball, which again, I'm sure you get with music. I yeah. certainly get that with wrestling, having that passion of like, I want to do this. And like, I guess his big complaint is like, no one here gives a shit. They're all like getting drunk after the games and before the games. And sometimes yeah. during the games, it's like, it's not, no one cares. Yeah. And it's like, that's the reality of it. Like it's, not a big deal to a lot of people. So that's when I see things like high school sports or how people react to just sports in general. Mm-hmm. It's always been very bothersome to me, especially when it's like a, a young kid. Yeah. It's like, this shouldn't be that big a deal to them. Your I, daughter shouldn't have to go through surgery because some dipshit thinks exactly this way, you know? Well, and, and my whole thing has always been like, I could somewhat understand if you go to like, again, if you're not from here, you're not going to know if you go to union, Mm -hmm. if you go to jinx, I could somewhat understand you taking all that shit seriously because there's a legitimate opportunity to go somewhere from it. because you are going to be looked at by the big colleges Mm -hmm. at those schools. But if you're not, if you're from one of these tiny schools that no one's ever heard of, no one cares. Yeah. Like you're going to be looked at by the small schools. So pro wrestling, the one thing about it is because of what we do being entertainment. I've always, it's easy for guys to work around stuff. Right. Your shoulder's messed up. I don't mess with the shoulder. Right. But it's also like not a good idea to still be wrestling. And so the one correlation I've realized with, uh, with wrestling is my dad's in martial arts. The one correlation I've really noticed is what makes those two similar is there's almost no parameters about who can be involved. Mm -hmm. And I've seen so many idiots involved in martial arts. And where I'm correlating back to is, we know a guy who got injured at work and cracked his skull. Oh, Jesus. This was not at our school, but it was at my dad's like instructor school. He's cracked skull. He's there to just like watch, but isn't going to do much, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think also, too, like you get a little bit of ego involved. You get a little bit of pressure. And so he decides to spar with this guy. Mm. Oh, we'll just take it easy. Well, usually any, especially in, you know, sparring or anything or in wrestling too, it's easy to get heated. Sure. When you're in the competition aspect, the guy ended up taking him down and bounced his head off the ground. Oh, fuck. With a cracked skull. Didn't end up hurting him too bad, but I mean, that could have been like absolutely fatal. Yeah. And to that point, I've told, you know, my dad, I'm like, I'm not going to let that ever happen where we teach. Right. My thing is like I number one, I don't want anyone to not be able to go to work the next day. Right. And I'm not I do not want to call an ambulance right. for somebody. I feel like if you're doing that, you're looking at things incorrectly. Yep. We have a guy at our school who I he's a friend of mine. He's older than me, but he's he's one of our students. He had a he had a rotator cuff surgery from jujitsu, which he also does. He wants to go out there and spar a little bit. I'm like, no. 
Yeah. He's like, no, I will take it easy. I'm like, no. Yeah. You're not. Sorry. Like, you're not sparring. Yeah. You just had a freaking surgery. Yeah. You need to let that heal. Mm-hmm. In a few weeks, if you feel a little bit better, that's one thing. You just had it like a week ago. Absolutely not. And I feel like sometimes you do have to protect people from themselves. Absolutely. Now, on the other end of that, I couldn't imagine telling him, hey, you mind sparring tonight? Right. I know you just had surgery, but we really need you. Right. Like, what the hell is wrong with people, man? Yeah. Well, and, and it's one of those things like, it's like now they get it. Now they understand, okay, that was serious. But I think a lot of but it the, took her having to get cut on as what, a 14 year old girl, 14, 15? 15? Like, what the and, hell? And that's, and that's just it. I think that whole time. I've never had a surgery like that in my life. And I was no, a pro wrestler. No. What, the, what the hell? But I think that whole time they thought she was just bullshitting. And I think it's. Of course they did. Because they're stupid. And I think it's because of the, the crazy way that it started was that she literally sat down and her knee popped out of place. Mm-hmm. My knee's popped out of place before. I popped her right back in. Not a big deal. It hurt for a day or two, but then it's fine. Yeah. But like, I think because of how like asinine it sounds that. You know, like, uh, it's just whatever, popped in the place, whatever. At the same time, who, who are you to decide? Exactly. You're not a fucking doctor. Right. You know, I mean, you don't know shit about shit. Right. I mean, it's... it. I don't know what you're feeling. If you tell me, dude, I, I kind of hurt my hand. Right. What'd you do? I hit it with a hammer. Like, that probably hurt. You know, right. like, but I'm not, a, like you said, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. So if you were just like, dude, my hand hurts today. You're not going to be like, hey, let's play bloody knuckles. Exactly. <laughs> like, here, try to catch this fastball. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, we don't know. Like, yeah. so you can only take it up. Like, and I've had people at karate say, hey, my ribs hurt. Well, how do you feel? Do you want to spar? Yeah. Well, I think I'll be okay. I was like, well, take it easy. Yeah. You know, and if it starts hurting, alert somebody. Right. right? I mean, it's. That's the same with wrestling, right? I mean, Harley was one of the easiest people in to train with, and that's what always baffled me about my time in NXT. Yeah. It was very simple. Like, Harley, I kind of hurt my shoulder. Let me look at it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're probably okay. How's it feel? I was like, it's kind of sore, but it's all right. He goes, well, do what you can. Starts hurting. Stop, and come get me. Yeah. And that was the conversation. Yeah. And it was pretty easy. Like, hey, I started rolling out a little bit, started kind of getting tight. All right, put some ice on it and set out the rest of the day. Yeah. See how it feels tomorrow. We'll reevaluate then. He was good about taking care of you. But it's it's not that hard. Right. He he doesn't know how my shoulder feels. Right. But he would move it up and down and he would see us wince. Yeah. So he knew, like, okay, that hurts. Yeah. Right? Like, but again, he's a guy who's been in the ring and probably had more injuries than anyone else in the industry yeah, yeah. at that time. So he got it. He also walked around crippled up. So he also got it. But yeah. he was also the first when we started taking crazy bumps, you're like, guys stop like stop taking unnecessary bumps especially when there's not a crowd here right like he was real big on that like so he he looked out for us when i feel so it really bothers me when i see adults who don't do that or don't understand like i don't know man it's just the hell's wrong with people people some people just need to be a slap is what they need yep yeah, that's that's where uh, it would be nice it would be nice we were able to do that but unfortunately we cannot breaker yeah, well, we need to have a slapping police is what we need. I'd be all about it. You know, that'd be your punishment. Two slaps. Two slaps. I know you're not a How I Met Your Mother guy, but did you ever hear about the slap bet they had? Huh. So there was this episode where uh, one of the characters, Robin, like, had this phobia of going to a mall. Okay. And they're like, what? She's like, I, just, I can't go to the mall. Can't do it. They're like, well, that's weird. And they're like, I wonder what happened. And Barney's like, she made a porno in a mall. That's why she doesn't go to malls. And so <laughs> him and Marshall have this bet that Marshall thinks it's she got married at a mall. Uh-huh. Barney thinks she made a porno. Okay. And so they make a slap bet. Whoever's wrong 
gets a slap to the face. Okay. So she tells them, okay, it was porno. And so uh, Barney slaps Marshall, I think it was. And then uh, it's been a long time since I watched it. But anyway, it turns out she was lying. It wasn't a porno. She is actually a Canadian pop star. Ah. I filmed a song called Let's Go to the Mall, which okay. people have probably heard. And uh, and so anyway, because of Barney preemptively slapping Marshall, his punishment was five slaps <laughs> anytime he wanted. So throughout the entire series, <laughs> like it's like you never know when the next slap's going to come. Those are punishments I can get behind, though. But it's great. Like yeah. right away, he slaps him once, and he's like, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> like and then he sends him like this, this countdown of like, yeah, I'm going to slap you on Thanksgiving and called Slapsgiving, and it's like 40 days out. <laughs> it's actually really funny, but my point is that's what we need. You do something stupid, you get five slaps. I'm all about it. And then all of a sudden, a guy just comes up and just slaps the piss out of you. Yeah. You don't know who it is or when he's coming, but yeah. he's gonna he's coming to and, slap you. And it should be different people each time. Agreed. So if that same person comes by you another time, you know you're not going to get slapped. So I, have a, I had a boss at work that was a real prick, and mm-hmm. I told people if I ever won the lottery, I would hire a group of individuals to go kick him in the balls every day for one month. Hell yeah. Possibly a year, depending yeah. on the, the money and stuff. And I mean, I literally, it's like, you never know who it's going to be. Right. <laughs> so you're always walking around, then bam, you get kicked in the nuts. Right. Like, to me, like, that's money well spent. Absolutely, yeah. So if you, uh, I, I think we, I, I would get behind, you know. Let's, let's, let's code that into law. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, <laughs> you'd be, you be a piece of shit, you get slapped, you're a dickhead, you get kicked in the nuts. I Absolutely. think they, I would be fine if someone wanted to do both, you know. Yep. It is what it is. Yep. <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker Mains Power Hour. Of course, check out some of our podcasting buddies like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast and uh, Scott's side project over there, Drunk Wrestling History, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, Doing the Favor, the Ringside Rants, Leisure and Lariat's Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson, and the Marbles with Soda and Ethan on NASCAR stuff. Boots to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Kaylin, and the twins. Uh, what else do we got? Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with uh, the one and only Jason Wolf and his amazing chop shop. He's been showing off a lot of cool figures lately, which I think is cool. Yeah, he has. Definitely some good stuff over there. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim at a chair shot. Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast and uh, Tots with our pal Al Day. Check all those out. Check out our other podcast, uh, the TV Toycast, with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday, especially if you're into vintage toys. And uh, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis, currently on sabbatical. But, uh, you know, as we heard last week, No Holds Barred will fly another day. Yeah, for a few episodes. Just just long enough to amuse me, and then it's to the curb. See, I, I don't, I, to you, the curb you with say you, that, I, don't, I don't know if I believe it, I oh, think. You better believe it. Better. I'll, well, I don't. You, you better. I don't. You better think long and hard about believing it. I don't believe anything, especially that. You should. All of Bane's music can be found on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes, and then all of our T-shirts. You can find them at uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, WaterManeuver.net, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, all of our buddies have shirt stores there as well. So support everybody that you can if you want to pick up some shirts. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. One more time. (laughs) 
It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.